Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Eyes Free Sports podcast. Once again, this is your host, Greg Lindbergh. On this episode of the podcast, we are chatting with uh, the youngest guest that we've had here on Eyes Free Sports. He's only 11 years old and uh, already has achieved many things as a multi-sport visually impaired athlete. And uh, he's also an entrepreneur selling uh, his own apparel and also has a book coming out pretty soon. And uh, his father uh, was also kind enough to join us for the podcast as well. So here we go with episode 38. All right, so joining me on this episode of Eyes Free Sports, uh, we have a very talented, accomplished young man uh, who is a visually impaired athlete along with his dad. And they are both from the great state of Delaware, uh, the first state in the union. And I'd first like to introduce uh, Isaiah Bingham. Isaiah, welcome to Eyes Free Sports. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it. Definitely. I appreciate your time and your willingness to, to talk to me on my podcast here. And then we also have uh, your dad along with us, Bernard Bingham. Uh, Bernard, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Appreciate you as well. All right. So let's just start off here uh, with Isaiah. So Isaiah, just talk to me about uh, where you were born, where you've grown up, and then we can get into your visual impairment and your specific condition that you have. I was born in South Philadelphia. I go by scripture, Philippians 4.13. You could do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Nice. That's a great uh, scripture right there. And then, so you currently live in uh, Delaware, correct? Yes. And what town are you guys in? We are in Newcat. Newark. Newark. <laughs> Newark, okay. And then, uh, let's see here. As far as your visual impairment, uh, what uh, what exactly is your visual impairment? And how do you describe your vision and what you can actually see visually? Bilateral optic nerve coloboma. It's when the tissue in your eye isn't formed properly. And... I can I can't really see that far, so I have to move closer to things. Gotcha. I see. And uh, Bernard, I understand uh, Isaiah was was pretty young when this was uh, discovered, correct? Yes. Uh, actually, it was discovered um, while while my wife was on the table having him. Hmm. So what happened when they removed him from my wife's stomach? Um, you know how they clean the baby up and everything and they let you see the baby. We're looking at the baby. We're looking at him and we noticed that his eyes were a little different. Not different in a way where as though they was crossed or anything like that. But we noticed that one of his eyes were smaller than the other one. Right. So um, we asked the doctor to take a look into it. But at that point, the doctor could not look right into it due to the fact that he um, he was so young. He had just came out. So um, two months later, we had taken him to go get an eye exam. And that's when they had noticed that he had optic nerve coloboma. Gotcha. I see. And I'm curious, just uh, as parents, you know, as a family, what uh, what was your reaction to that at that point? Well, when I first saw it, I thought it was like when he was first born, I thought it was um, just, you know, how you had a fluid in the kid's eyes and stuff and they got to get all that stuff cleaned out. So that's what I thought it was at first. But my wife said, my wife is a nurse. She said, no, it's something more going on with him. But after we found out, after we found out and um, we, you know, we accepted it. And then we, uh, the next thing we did was started to get him some help at around four months old. We had people come out to the house 
and, you know, do things with lights and everything like that to see if he could track them to see how how much sight loss he will have. Right. I see. And then uh, you do have other children, correct? I'm sorry. You do have some other children. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He has um, he have five sisters and a brother and a brother. <laughs> Oh wow! Big family. Yeah, he uh, he's the baby. He's the baby out of all of them. They are college graduates. Um, got one coming out of college next month. I got one coming out next year and one the following year. Wow, that's that's awesome. And out of curiosity, uh, do any of them have visual impairments? Or? None. Um, none of them have no type of visual impairments. Um, after further testing with Isaiah, they said it was just a fluke in his own DNA. I see. Very interesting. And uh, so, Isaiah, just thinking back to when you were really young, um, what can you remember about, you know, getting into sports? What were kind of some of the first sports that you got into and and interested you? My first sport that I ever played was baseball. Um, I played it in the American League in North Carolina. It was for special people, like, that that have disabilities. And that's my first sport that I've ever played. Gotcha. Now I do play beat baseball myself. And is that kind of similar to beat baseball or? Yes. So the ball actually does make a noise and, and everything and the bases. Yeah. So in the miracle league, they do have some balls that beat, but the bases and everything is pretty much the same. But what you have is a, um, a guy person with you. I see. Isaiah started playing that. I believe he was four years old and he was the, one of the first kids in the Miracle League that didn't use a ball that beep with an iron pyramid. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we had to take and bring documentation to let them know it was something really wrong with his eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, I know I was reading that people were just, you know, they couldn't believe that this kid is actually visually impaired and what he was able to do out there on the field. Yeah, yeah, they always asking me, like, what what elementary school do you go to? Uh, what sport do he play in school? And it's none. Is I mean, he's only in fifth grade. He's about to go to sixth grade. And I mean, people asking about him already. And it's it's just so funny because everybody think that, you know, it's a shame the day and time we live in that everybody think that people are trying to get over. And right. and I mean, it it is what it is with him. He he just he's just so determined. He taught himself exactly. He taught himself to ride a bike at three years old um, with no training wheels. Wow. So really, even as parents, you guys kind of let him do his thing and and he's really pushed himself, it sounds like. Yeah, pretty much. um, Because he has this thing like he want to, you know, not in a bad way. He want to just prove to people anything could be done despite of your disruption. Right. That's such an awesome attitude to have. Yeah. And I mean, we put him on skates for the first time and he just went on about his business. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And as far as baseball, Isaiah, what uh, what positions have you played and do you enjoy, you know, batting more so or actually playing out in the field? I played outfield. I also was a batter, too. Gotcha. And what would you say you enjoy most actually, you know, hitting the ball or trying to catch the ball? I like hitting it. Hitting, yep, I'm with you. Same here. <laughs> it's it's always fun to make contact and, and run, right? Yeah. And then I understand, was it basketball then that was kind of the next sport you got into, Isaiah? Yes. I won a championship my first year. Wow. 
And what uh, was that with a certain league or what was that with? That was with the regular league. So these they were all fully sighted, all the others you played with? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. As far as uh, football, I know that's, I'm really anxious to ask you about football. Uh, big football fan myself, college pro football. Um, what uh, what interested you about football before you got into it? And then how did you actually get into playing football? Um, I always wanted to play football, but my mom didn't let me. So my dad secretly signed me up and then told my mom after he signed, she signed me up. And then after that, I was just playing. They thought I was going to be an eight-play kid because I was only – because at, at least a kid has to play at least eight plays in one game. But hmm. after a one game that I was playing, they made me a starter. Wow, just after one game. Yes. And that, so you must have really impressed the coaches. <laughs> and that is funny, Greg, because that was in the second half. They didn't let him play the whole first half. Really? So in this league here, it's a regular football league for, you know, normal kids. They they, yep. they go through a combine like they do in professional sports. They go through a combine and they go through a draft. So what happened in a combine, all the coaches was looking at him, but they didn't, they didn't know that he had an eye issue in a combine. Hmm. Right. I mean, with all the drills and everything, he was running the drills probably better than I did when I was playing ball. And <laughs> he was just running these drills. And one day he had got out of breath and his um, he also has asthma. Hmm. And they was running these um, they was running some. I think they was doing suicides or something. And he had got out of breath. And one of the coaches was like, I got my asthma pump. I, um, you know, we could clean it off because I had forgot his. And I said, yeah, I mean, I ain't going to let him not. I don't care what's going on. He's going to have to take this pump, you know? So yep. he took the pump and the coach, I said, um, coach, um, by the way, while I got you over here, y'all may not know this, but Isaiah is uh, legally blind. He said, what? <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, what? I said, yeah. He said, he said, you can't. I said, that's his determination right there. So a couple of days later, I got a phone call and said, and they told me, they said, your son went um, the first first round, second pick. Wow. Number two overall. Right. <laughs> and when he got drafted by his coach, and it was the same coach that gave him the, the pump and everything, they thought he was going to just be, like he said, an eight-play kid. Second half of one game, he just, he wreaked havoc. Mm-mm. And a, wow. and, a, and a legally blind, first legally blind football player in Delaware was born. <laughs> that's amazing that's a great story and isaiah i understand you do play defense right yeah and uh so is it a specific you know position you have or talk to me about just your position on the field i play nose guard and defensive end gotcha nice and then uh i'm sure a lot of people are just you know wondering thinking how does a visually impaired person actually play Football, you know, such a visual game. Talk to us about just how you how you approach the game, how you use your senses and everything. The coach gave me a position, a special position for me to play. So I play right over top of the center so I can see when they hike the ball. I see. So you can actually, you are actually able to visualize a little bit as far as the, the other players and everything in the ball. Yeah. Gotcha. That's awesome. And uh, as far as your teammates, talk to me about just the teammates you've had, how supportive they've been, just, you know, any friends you've made, anyone you want to give a shout out to or anything? They're always, they're they're the best teammates you can have. Nice. And as far as your coaches, how about them? They're they're very good coaches. 
and they taught me a lot of things. Nice. So you've really learned a lot from them. Yes. And I understand it was one of your coaches that gave you uh, the nickname Vision, right? Yes. Talk to me a little more about, you know, the meaning of that nickname, why you, you were given that name. He gave it to me because I I can see things that other people can cannot see on when I'm playing football. He gave it to me in a complimentary way, meaning I hustle a lot and yeah, stuff like that. Nice. That's great. Uh, do you happen to know Jake Olson, by the way? He used to play for uh, USC. He's he's blind. Yes. Yeah, he sent him a he sent him a message one day. Oh, really? Nice. That's awesome. I know he's another just great story out there. And you know, once again, uh, there are not too many visually impaired football players out there. So you're you're definitely setting a trend there, Isaiah. Yeah, he sent him a message. Isaiah was I forget the name of this. Um, Oh, it was something called the Christian Heart. If you look up the Christian Heart and you put Isaiah's name in there, they did a interview as well with him. They put him in one of their monthly uh, subscriptions or whatever, and they put him in there, put Isaiah in there. And the people that run the Christian Heart, uh, the guy named Mr. Bill, him and Jake is good friends. They use the same um, IT person. I see. Very cool. And um, they had Jake send him a send him a message and stuff like that. Um, it's this is one funny thing that Isaiah didn't uh, mention to you. And I don't know if you had that question. Isaiah has some crazy, crazy stats. Yeah. I would definitely love to hear those. So Isaiah led his team in sacks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isaiah led his team in forced fumbles. <laughs> mm. And he also led his team in tackles for a loss. So, but the sacks, it was four and a half because it was a COVID-stricken season. They only played six games. Uh, ta- uh, for forced fumbles, I think it was three. And for tackles for a loss, it was 11. Wow. That's that's so awesome. And Isaiah, what does it feel like to, to make a sack, you know, to know that you're making such a big impact on a play like that? It's game-changing. It turns the whole game around. It's, it makes a lot of things easier. Right. That's awesome. And then just so people listening know, what's uh, what's the actual name of the, the organization or the, the league that you play in for football? play in MOT football. MOT, you said? Middletown. Middletown. Okay. Nice. And are there any, uh, you know, football players, maybe specifically uh, defensive players as far as like in the NFL that you really look up to, idolize? Um, yes, I really like Aaron Donald. He, he plays the same position as me. And he's a he's a real monster. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's one of the best. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought he was going to stay his dad, even though I didn't play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! Right. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this after this podcast, brother. <laughs> yep. We'll see about those steaks for dinner, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the burgers is going to go in the grill too. <laughs> Uh, he's an awesome kid Greg I mean he's an awesome kid that's awesome and Isaiah have you tried I'm curious have you tried like goalball beat baseball any of these you know sports kind of specifically designed for the visually impaired or no uh, I've always tried to play a sport and tried to be normal I don't I always play with normal kids Except for when I played baseball, um, that was the only league that I really had to uh, that um, 
since I had a disability, I had to play it. Right. That's awesome. And hey, it sounds like you're you're pretty talented to be able to play, you know, like football, a mainstream sport. So that's that's so cool. And uh, I understand that you uh, actually have a clothing line out, correct? Yes. And talk to me about how you, you started that, why you started that, and just kind of what you offer. I started it from my nickname because I just want people to know that they can do anything. That's awesome. What do you actually offer as far as, you know, types of clothing? We sell hoodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts. Um, we sell hats and almost any clothing item. Nice. That's really cool. And then I understand that uh, you're working on a book as well, right? Yes. My book will be coming out in, in some weeks. It's called The Way I See It. Nice. And do you happen to know where, where that's going to be made available? It's going to be made available probably on Amazon. My wife is also a published author. Oh, wow. Very cool. And just uh, talk to us, kind of give us a preview of that book. So the book is basically about the way um, Isaiah see things um, from the time he was basically, you know, into sports and how he see things um, differently, like on the field. You know, a lot of people like myself who have um, – you know, good vision. We go out there and we look at we look at sports as, as you know, being competitive and stuff like that. Some people with disabilities, they go out there and look at the sport as saying, uh, "At least I could do it." You know, Isaiah, his book is is about him from the time he he played baseball from the time actually from the time I built him a basketball court and he made a basket up until. Um, the time we live in there now with him playing football. Wow, that's so cool. And then uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, school, Isaiah. What uh, what are some of your favorite subjects in school? I love math. I get the um, numbers from my dad. I'm really good with it. Oh, nice. So you can do kind of a lot in your head as far as math. Yeah. Very cool. And then, uh, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're already a, an entrepreneur at the age of 11 here. Uh, as far as like career goals, is there anything yet that you kind of, you know, have thought about doing in terms of a career? I thought about playing football until I'm in um until I'm in college and I want to get into the NFL. Oh, nice. Wow. That's that's awesome. I definitely think uh, it is doable. I mean, you're putting up some some crazy numbers already. So <laughs> I also wanted to be a sports commentator. Oh, cool. Very cool. I know I've had a few uh, a few of them on my podcast. There's actually one here in Florida, Enrique Olu. I'm not sure if you've heard his name, but he's uh, he works for the Tampa Bay Rays, the baseball team, uh, does the Spanish radio broadcast for them. Uh, so, yeah, again, once again, I think uh, I think you'd be great at that just with your sports background. Yeah, he <laughs> this guy, this kid, he's been on uh, some of the top radio shows, uh, sport radio shows here. Um, in a tri-state area. I don't know if you're familiar with um, WIP here. It's called uh, with Angelo Cataldi and I'm in the morning. He, um, he's Oh, been, yeah, I've heard of that station. Yeah, he's been on that station. He's been on um, a, few, a few stations. I mean, a few stations, but every news station, I don't know. Well, I'm quite sure you've been on his website. You can see if you look on his media, he's been on every news station here in Delaware and in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. Just in the last several months, I mean, the number of articles that come up and and links, it's uh, pretty impressive. 
the most the most surprising one to me was because he was in the USA Today and all that. As one day I was at work. Um, I'm a finance manager. I was at work and I was about to go into a Zoom meeting and I had got a phone call and I answered the phone and he said, hello, may I speak to Mr. Bingham? I said, yes. Um, who am I speaking to? Uh, it was the guy from the paper. He said, um, we're just giving you a call to let you know that your son is now trending in India. So if you Google Isaiah name, you'll see where he was trending in India in a newspaper called the P Hall News. Really? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing, and it just shows the you know this day and age that we're living in with the internet and everything. It's it's really amazing how information travels so quickly, and you know who would who would think India? <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying because you know when you think of you know a country like that, the first thing I thought about because they say he's trended in India for football. The first thing I thought about was you know soccer. That's you know, right. <laughs> soccer. I said, well, he don't play soccer. I think they got the sports mixed up. But when I Googled it, they had him there with his uniform and everything going in the story in there. <laughs> so, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a great run. And it's funny because me and my wife said, we never forget the day it started that in December. We didn't think it would go here. You know what I mean? We we just okay, Isaiah, it's just a phase. You know, maybe it's just a phase. But then you get these yep. phone calls from the news stations and things like that, wondering how they got your 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 telephone number and your email address and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like yep. right like right now, we in the process right now. I'm waiting for the Baltimore Orioles to um call me back to give us a date. They want him to come and throw out the first pitch at the Orioles game. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you know, and they pay, like, they pay him for it. Like, they pay him for him to come and stay in a hotel if he want to stay overnight or if he just want to go there for the day. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, I mean, some places around here, he go to the Chick-fil-A. Um, once everything is open back up, they want him to come there for a family night. They say he don't have to pay for his food there. We go to Philly, he don't pay for his food in certain places in Philly. So it's like, you're getting my kid fat now. <laughs> yeah, too much fast food, right? <laughs> yeah, he loved Chick-fil-A. So. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, who doesn't? Those sandwiches, wow. <laughs> yeah. <Or> nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I might have to pinch off him a little bit and say, hey, son, you got daddy to do? <laughs> Yeah, and just going back to the Orioles, I know you mentioned them. Um, I don't know if you know that they they actually had Braille jerseys for some of their players a couple years ago. Uh, so I know they've done some stuff in the past, you know, in terms of, of blindness and raising awareness. And so I've heard they've got a great organization in terms of supporting all that. So that's that's pretty neat that they reached out to Isaiah. Yeah, and I'm like, now, now talking to you, it makes more sense. Maybe that's why they reached out to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't think nothing of it is that, you know, maybe somebody seen them in Baltimore on the news or anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. But when they reached out, I was like, oh, OK, well. So I had to sign the hearing for him or whatever. And they just said, we're going to see what date we could try to do. Wow. So neat. I mean, it's been a it's been a heck of a ride. And um, Isaiah's whole thing is to let people know, listen, we could do anything. We just put our mind to it. We could be just as normal as anybody else. 
you know, and he's it's, it's still times that me and my wife have to still comfort him and stuff because sometimes he get down and, you know, he want to see like he want to see like everybody that can see really well, you know, and he cry about it and yeah. say things like I don't like my eyes and, and things like that. But we got to, you know, we, we got to let him know that like now your eyes is now it's your superpower now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Your eyes is was was making people you bring in awareness to, you know, low vision and people that is blind. And, you know, even though the awareness has been out there, as long as you continue to speak it and talk about it, you're going to continue to bring awareness to it. You're going to be able to help somebody. And his biggest thing is helping somebody else. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And Isaiah, I'm curious, Isaiah, just in terms of, you know, all this attention, all these interviews you've done, you know, what does it mean to you to to have, you know, your voice out there and, and just all this experience? Um, it means a lot to me. I still just want everybody to know that they can do anything and I want to leave an example for people. Awesome. That's a great message. And then just to wrap up here, uh, I know that uh, you guys are on social media. People can kind of keep up with you guys. Uh, you do have a website if you want to go ahead and, and plug all that. Sure. Um, Isaiah, go ahead and mention your uh, website and your Twitter, your Twitter handle. Um, my website is www.vision322020.com. My Instagram is visionceo2020. What's your whole name so they can Google you? My name is Isaiah Bingham. I-S-A-I-A-H-B-I-N-G-H-A-N. Awesome. And I'll definitely include uh, links to all that in the show notes so people can have that uh, easily as well. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, for for people, I know you're out in Florida, but if you got people that look at or listen to your podcast, um, Isaiah is about to, they about to do this Dodge Charger group is about to do this big ride out for him with like 200, 300 cars. They're going to come and, matter of fact, I'm going to send you the email. I'll send it to you an email. Um, sure. They come in June 6th and they about to have, um, he's going to have something called a pop-up shop where though he's going to have his merchandise there and they doing a police escort and firefighter escort with like over 200 cars. You got people coming from Utah, California, Portland, and they just all here to give him this attention. Wow. That's really tremendous. That's, that's awesome. Yep, and um, I'll definitely, definitely send it to you so you can, you know, shout it out for them. Um, you on Instagram, Greg, right? Uh, not yet, but definitely Twitter and Facebook. Okay, I'll send you something in Twitter, on Twitter, so you can be able to, you know, send it out to people and let them know that, you know, he's a, just 11. He just turned 11 in January. <laughs> wow. And the wow. best part about it, and I'll tell you something, I'm not trying to keep you long. The best part about it is that these is this is all of Isaiah. Me and my wife don't have nothing written on this. Like the only thing that we do as far as his business go is help him out with his finances. Everything else is all him. We take him, he go to his own designer. Isaiah, he goes to his own distributor. He send his own clothes to his designer, tell the designer what he want on his clothes and all of that. He does all of that stuff. Mm -mm. That's so cool. <laughs> Yep. And just all the life lessons that you're learning, Isaiah, at such a young age. I mean, it's very few people get those opportunities. So that's that's really neat. He already have taken money already and went down to uh, places down in Wilmington, Delaware, which is not as, you know, 
not as good as other parts and went down there and fed the homeless. Wow. Yeah. So even giving back and, yeah. and volunteering. He he does that stuff. Um, Martin Luther King Day of Service, he went down there um, to South Philly um, in Philadelphia and they asked him, asked me, do you think he would come? He, he went down there. It was cold that day. And Isaiah was out there giving books to the kids and reading to the kids and giving coats out to families and things like that. Wow. I just, I'm, I'm blown away. I have no words. I mean, you're amazing, Isaiah. I'm sure that that word probably gets overused, but really, I mean, there are very few people your age. That's what I keep going back to. Very few people that do in general what you do of any age, but especially at your age, it's, it's really something. Thank you. I really appreciate it. For sure. Alrighty. Well, again, we've been visiting with uh, Isaiah Bingham and his dad, uh, Bernard. And just want to thank both of you for joining me here on Ice Free Sports. Really appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. And just make sure you share your podcast. When you share your podcast, have more people reach out to him. He don't mind talking to nobody. Absolutely. I will do that for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Greg. And I'll get that info over to you. All righty. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Later. Be sure to follow the Eyes Free Sports podcast at facebook.com slash eyesfreesports and on Twitter at eyesfreesports.com.